When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Unwinding. I'm so excited to be here with you today. If you can hear just something different in the audio, it's because I'm recording from Costa Rica. I'm home right now. I always feel weird when I say Costa Rica in English. You know what I mean? But like, sometimes I feel like when I'm saying a sentence in English and then I just, one word is just completely in Spanish, it sounds weirder. I don't know. Anyway, I'm home right now and I brought a little microphone to record this episode, but obviously it's not my normal setup. And I am in the wilderness. I'm just being dramatic. I am in the tropics though. So if you hear a little wildlife and like cars and more things, that's just what we have to work with today. But like, I feel like it's going to add character to this episode, you know? Anyway, I created an episode for 2021, like a new year episode last year, right? And you guys absolutely loved it, recorded it exactly a year ago. And I was in the same spot, except this time I brought a microphone because last last one I used like a random microphone that I bought here and it was not great anyway so you guys loved that episode so I knew that I would be doing this again for 2022 so I already kind of set the scene for you but I am home like I said it's Wednesday December 28th 12.03 p.m. I'm so excited. We're going to get into 22 lessons slash reminders that I'm taking from this year. I feel like that's appropriate, you know, for 2022. I've been compiling them for a while now, and though I could sit here and list probably a thousand reminders, if you listen frequently, you know I'm a big reminders kind of bitch. I had to narrow it down to 22. There might be like a bonus one or two. Um, that were the most prominent for me this year. And at the end of this episode, I'm going to quickly list off your 22 lessons, 2022 lessons that you shared with me on my IG stories a few weeks ago. I asked you guys, like, what is, what was one thing that 2022 um, taught you? Sorry, I'm having a hard time speaking today. I'm a little hungover, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Anyway, um, I wanted to include them in here because they were so short and sweet, but so just like... I don't know, reading your lessons made my heart really happy. And so I'm really excited to share those with you at the end. I hope you guys had a beautiful year. I hope you've been slowing down a little bit as this year is coming to an end. I hope you don't get overwhelmed by all the new year, new me, new year resolution noise. And if you have been, then this is your reminder that it's just a new day that we are so lucky to get to experience. And you have full permission to not feel like you have to change, revamp, quote unquote, fix every single thing about you and your life just because the year on the calendar changes. You know, I feel like we're works in progress and we can constantly navigate change. We can constantly change our mind. And ultimately, there's just, there's no destination. You're good enough already right now. 
Um, I didn't mean to get Pinteresty on you so early on, but fuck it. I feel like sometimes the New Year noise is a lot and it's overwhelming. I was on TikTok way too much this weekend, like Christmas weekend. I've never consumed that much TikTok than I have this weekend, and my brain is a little fried. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, and I love it. I love what we've got going on here, but it's a lot of fucking information. I don't think we were. I don't think. As humans, we were designed to consume this much information at all times. So I just wanted to throw in that reminder, okay? Take whatever reminder you need from this episode and leave the rest, as always. And lastly, and most importantly, before I... I was going to say before I shut up, but it's just me today, so I'm definitely not shutting up. But before I jump into them, into the reminders, I just want to thank you for being here with me another year. This is... I've said this a million times. I will never stop saying it. This is one of the happiest parts of my life, this being... the the podcast and the beautiful stunning queens and like six percent men who listen i see you and i love you i love you guys and yeah thank you for making this such a special part of my life i can't wait for this next year and yeah that's all i wanted to say before we get into it so let's get into 22 lessons and reminders from 2022. And these are in no particular order, by the way, okay? This year, I was reminded to love and take people for who they are, and most importantly, who they are showing you they are in that moment, not who you want them to be. I've said this once, and I will always say this, patterns over potential. Someone having potential is great, but it's only great if they actually act on it. If not, it literally doesn't really mean shit, right? So, Just your reminder to look at the patterns over the potential. If it's not a fuck yes, it should be a no because your time is valuable. I asked my best friend JP this morning, I asked him what one of his lessons was from this year because I was telling him that I was going to record this episode. And he said, he mentioned this. He said how it's crazy how we feel like, especially, you know, when we're young and I guess young is subjective, but whatever. He said how we feel like our time is unlimited right but it actually isn't it is truly our most precious resource and it's important that we don't forget that whatever you're imagining or catastrophizing is a hundred percent worse in your mind than in real life this is such a real one for any of my anxious queens or any of my spiraling queens any of my catastrophizing queens i am all of the above present raising my hand okay I am always jumping to the worst case scenario and I'm truly fucking tired of myself, honestly. Like, it's been really bad this year. I just, I just don't give myself the benefit of the doubt or other people. I just immediately jump to the worst thing ever. My brain is like, I don't know how it's so skilled in doing that. Kristen always says to me that she's like truly amazed at the conclusions that I am able to jump to. And I just think it's, you know, time after time, I have to remind myself and look for evidence to show me and to remind me that the things that I'm imagining that are going to happen, they literally nine times out of 10 never fucking happen. And it's always worse in my, in my mind. So I need to remind myself of that constantly. And I'm also trying this new thing where I, if I'm going to jump to the worst case scenario always, then I'm going to also jump to the best case scenario always. I'm really trying to do that. 
emphasis on trying, okay? I've failed so far, but you only fail when you stop trying, right? And I'm still trying. So I'll keep you posted on how that goes. The next one is about I am versus I feel. This one I love. I first internalized this concept hearing SFK or Serena Kerrigan, my fucking queen, I love her, talk about this. Basically, it's just a reminder to be intentional with what you're vocalizing and what you are claiming about yourself, right? Because sometimes when we say I am, it's a very absolute way of claiming something. It's, it's more of an absolute way of thinking. You are saying that is something you are totally, right? Whereas when we say I feel, it's different because we know feelings are temporary and feelings are visitors and feelings come and go. They're all valid, but they don't necessarily define who you are. So I think it's just important to remember what you are claiming and what you are saying about yourself all the time. And you guys know how big I am about self-talk so this is just like a forever reminder honestly the next one is simple but you have full permission to step out of situations that are not making you feel worthy and i promise you'll feel better after maybe not instantly but after a while if you are removing yourself from a situation that is not making you feel like the fucking goddess you are i promise you you are making space for something better you're gonna let people down this year putting your mental health first This is me talking to myself, um, and I talk about this more in depth in next week's episode, actually. I can't wait for you guys to listen to that because I go like full into detail about this, but basically this year, I mean, I've done this before, but this year, I think I just was so much more aware of it and aware of why I was making certain decisions, but I made uncomfortable decisions this year with my anxiousness in mind, and I let people down. And it sucked. And I doubt that that will be the last time that that will happen as I am in the process of navigating my anxiety and how to manage it in certain situations because there are so many situations, not so many, but there are certain very specific situations that really leave me feeling powerless and simply they cripple my anxiety. Like they just cripple me. And so that was something that really showed up a few times this year was that I when i chose to attend to my mental health first i let some people in my life down i don't think it's right or wrong i think it just is anyway we'll get into this one in the next episode but i'm not saying this is a good thing or a bad thing is what i'm trying to say i'm just saying it's just something that is caring is cool you do not have to channel this i don't have feelings attitude i'm working on this one mainly with men because my girls will always know that i fucking love them okay but we can't let the men know you know what i mean anyway caring is cool and it's okay to care and having feelings means you're alive and that is a blessing (laughs) a simple truth i've loved to remember this year is The only place you ever need to be is where you are right now. I love how ambitious we are and how we always want what's next. And we are truly in our self-optimization era, always looking to improve, right? But I want us to not forget to stop and have moments of gratitude, moments of acceptance of of where we're currently at. I mean, this moment is truly all we have, right? Like this moment right now is the only moment we can truly take ownership of right so i think it's important to just like stop for a second and not always feel like we're in a fucking rush we don't really know what's coming next no no matter how much we plan so 
wherever you are in this moment, try to be there fully. And going along with that last one, I plan and God laughs, okay? He laughs because I'm a funny bitch, but also because I plan too much. So I've stopped doing that. I used to plan too much. I've stopped doing that. I've become happier by planning less. I talked about this in Coco's podcast when I went on Bougie Besties. I will link that in the um, episode show notes because it's honestly, I'm sorry, but not to toot my own horn, but toot fucking toot. It's a great episode. And I talked about this in that episode of why I stopped planning my life out so much. And don't get me wrong, I color coordinate my days to a spiritual level, hour by hour, and I live for it, okay? But I mean more in like, you know, in three months, I need to be here. In one year, I need to be here. I have really let go of that. I have goals, I have plans, I have ambitions, but I take a day-by-day approach rather than putting timelines and pressure on myself. I also realize that any of my plans can change in a second, and that is either because that plan was not meant for me, it was not meant for me in that current moment, or because God has something better for me. And so I just need to be a patient bitch, which is not my strong suit, but we're working on it. People that love you care about how they make you feel, period. That one just like needs no explanation your worth does not equal a gene size another one that's pretty self-explanatory right but i also just want to give you a little secret i don't know if you knew this actually but nobody can actually even see your gene size but you so get the size that actually fits you and the one that you feel great in not the size that you think you need to get because it's the one that is approved in your mind or the one that you've consistently purchased for years it's totally okay if you want to go up or down a size or three or four in a certain brand. Also, brands are inconsistent with sizing. So moral of the story is fuck the jean size altogether. Telling someone how you feel is not the same as you giving away your power. This is a big one for me as well. I'm going to say that about a lot of them. But I'm working on this one because I said this to Kristen, actually. I was FaceTiming with her and Earl, her hubs. I love them so much. And they are my dating committee. That's what I call them. So everything has to be approved by the committee. Um, So they help me navigate my dating life. And I, the other day, was like, oh, I feel like I gave away my power by doing that, blah, 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 blah. And Earl was like, but why are you even thinking about it that way? And I was like, first of all, you don't have to yell. Second of all, you're fucking right. Why am I thinking about it that way? Like, why do I think that there are roles of power positions of power you know what I mean like I just I know why I think about it it's I mean if we really want to get into it the fucking patriarchy but it it goes deeper than that but sharing your feelings is not equivalent to giving away any sort of power I don't want to think about it that way I want to think about me giving my feelings to somebody and this is this doesn't just have to be in dating you can apply this in any way that fits your life but It's like giving a piece of information. It's a piece of vulnerability. And I'm trying to remind myself that how can I expect to have something beautiful and meaningful without vulnerability, right? Like, wouldn't you want someone to tell you how they feel? Yes, the answer is yes, in my opinion, right? So, like, it goes both ways. Like, something's got to give, right? I don't know if this one made sense. I feel like it was all over the place, but anyway. If you want to stay home, stay the fuck home. FOMO is only real if you make it real, honestly, who fucking cares? There will be another party. There will be another event. There will be another fill in the blank. I promise you. I love this one. Do not take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. I want you to listen to that 
again. And also on the flip side, also be mindful of who you're taking advice from. Like if you wouldn't, I know there's a quote on Pinterest that is like, if you wouldn't want to trade places with them, don't take advice from them. Like, I think I don't fully agree with that because I think some people can be really fabulous at advice and can be really, really smart, but maybe their own lives are a little bit of a mess. Am I talking about myself? Maybe. Um, But I think it's just always being mindful of who is who you're listening to period i'd rather have peace than be right another one so huge for me this year because i love to be right <laughs> i mean don't we all but like it's not even that i like to be right because i have no problem apologizing i have no problem being the first one to apologize like i can really swallow my ego i can i can do that very easily to be honest with you if i fuck up i even if i don't fuck up i'll apologize honestly because i don't want to I don't want to be in a, in a confrontation. So I'll do anything to avoid that at all costs. I mean, I'll still respect myself, obviously, and say what I need to say, but I have no problem doing that. So it's not really about being right. It's more so just, I like things to be fair. You know, I think something that bothers me is when I feel like somebody is not understanding me or is misunderstanding a situation. But you know what? Sometimes it's okay to let people think what they want to think if it means you get to have peace we're on number 16 by the way but like who's counting aging is an absolute gift and i remind myself of this every single day stop lying to yourself about the things that you want don't downplay your answer because you think that's what somebody wants to hear whether in dating and the workplace in deciding which restaurant you want to go to with your girlfriends when prompted with the question say what you want also working on this one the next one is your reminder to unsubscribe from feeling like you need to accomplish X, Y, and Z by a certain timeline. Fuck the timelines and let your life unfold the way it's unfolding because timing is always on your side, remember? And while you're at it, unsubscribe from all those fucking emails. It'll take you 20 minutes and it's gonna make you so happy. I did that the other day. I just sat and I unsubscribed from probably 50 fucking websites that I just, those emails were adding no value to my life whatsoever and my inbox feels amazing highly recommend this one is kind of an attack on myself but that's okay being busy is not a state of well-being when someone asks you like how are you how many times do you gravitate to saying i'm good busy whatever just yeah busy isn't that crazy like i do that shit all the time because i usually am busy but i'm gonna try to remember this because being busy slash productive i know some people don't like the word busy whatever being busy slash productive is great but it's not a state of well-being right like also we're all fucking busy nobody cares how busy you are are you happy are you doing well how's your mental health etc the little things are absolutely everything i want you to make a list of all the simple pleasures of your life and do them as often as you can and let's file this reminder under romanticizing the shit out of your life whether it's a monday morning or whether you're in fucking Paris with the love of your life, must be nice. Both are worthy of being enjoyed, appreciated, and romanticized. I've said this before, but it'll probably be in all my New Year episodes. There is no badge of honor for doing everything alone, for suffering alone, for never asking for help. You don't walk into heaven assuming you're going to heaven, you know? I don't know about 
you guys, but I don't know about all the skeletons in your closet, you know, but I'm trying, right? I'm a good person. Yes, I love men and alcohol, but I feel like I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm trying. Anyway, I will resume this conversation with Jesus at a later date. You don't walk into heaven and Jesus is not standing there and handing you a gold star for suffering all on your own when you're surrounded by people, which by the way, can be one great, beautiful friend okay quality over quantity always boom another reminder for you but asking for help when you need it is allowed let people be there for you yes i am screaming at myself emily always tells me this and i love her for it because she knows me and she knows that i don't really ask for help and she knows when i'm going through something or when i'm having a tough moment she always just tells me Just your reminder that you don't have to go through this by yourself. And we must protect Emily at all costs. Am I right? But I'm serious. There's no badge of honor for doing things alone. Nobody fucking cares. Truly. So if you need help, ask for help and let people be there for you. Next one, ladies and disappointments. The lesson will continue happening until you learn it. Look for patterns of moments or situations or interactions or people that enter your life and make it a little bit messy and let's try to see what am I not seeing here? Like, what can I learn from this? This has been very worthwhile in my life. I think we're at 22, but I just have a few quick other ones. I just couldn't leave them out, okay? Permission to be more assertive, okay? As a woman in business or sitting at any table, honestly, I want us to stop using filler words, okay? Like just, for example. I feel like we are always... I'm sorry, it is binary right now. I'm going to get binary because I feel like as women, we are always over explaining ourselves and we're always like apologizing for so much when we don't even have to. So a simple example of something I've tried to do more is like, instead of saying like, let's say I haven't answered somebody's email in a few days, instead of being like, I'm so sorry for the delay. I'm so sorry for getting, not getting back to you. Let's reframe that to Thank you so much for your patience. I love that one. Also, just. Just is a filler word. And like from a linguistic standpoint, there's nothing wrong with it, right? But it's it's almost used to soften whatever we're trying to say. Like, I just wanted to see. I'm just checking in. I'm just wondering. I just have a few thoughts, etc. So I'm working on this one. I'm triple checking all my emails and I'm trying to make sure my language is standing firm and not always overly apologetic for no reason whatsoever. Permission to be assertive. If you wouldn't say it to your best friend, you have no business saying it to yourself. This one will be a forever fucking reminder. Resting isn't really resting if you're feeling guilty about it. This one is, I'm just attacking myself today because I am always feeling quite guilty when I'm resting and that's between me and God. I'm working on it, okay? You cannot fuck up something that is truly meant for you and I will die on this hill. This is another one that I love and that I talk about in next week's episode, but it's about being present and I've realized that being present is my fucking superpower because When I am present, I am not future tripping. I am not anxious because when I am anxious, I am future tripping, you know? When I'm feeling like nostalgic, I can never say that word. When I'm feeling like that or when I'm like thinking about the past, I'm doing exactly that. I'm trying to live in the past. When I'm future tripping and getting nervous about all these outcomes that haven't even happened, I'm feeling really anxious and I'm trying to live in the future, which is fucking impossible. So being present is like the greatest gift I can give myself. 
So I'm gonna be working on that moving forward. Okay, we're almost done. I have truly never been kinder to myself and we still have a long ways to go. As a result, I've never felt more aligned career-wise and it's also shown in the kind of people slash men slash opportunities that I've attracted into my life this year and that have entered my life this year. And when I really sit and think about it, it makes me so firmly believe that you really do attract shit you're ready for and sometimes even things you're not ready for. And it's just shown me how truly when they said the most important relationship is the one you have with yourself and how that is so reflected on basically every aspect of your life it is so fucking true the quality of friends and the quality of men that have like come into my life this year it's only gotten higher and higher and higher and higher and i know that's for a fucking reason and it's because i have treated myself better and i've been just working on being my best self you know decide who you want to be and be that bitch every single day because we are who we continually decide to be right and everything is mindset everything is perspective nobody can see confidence like if we're being literal like i can't see that in somebody but i can feel it and i can enjoy it in somebody's presence and this can be with something as huge and important as confidence or it can be with something as simple as me deciding that in 2023 i will become a matching pajama kind of bitch I woke up, I decided that that's somebody I want to be moving forward. So what did I do? I bought myself some cute as fuck matching PJs and that's it. Now I am a matching pajama set bitch. Decide who you want to be and be that person every single day. And also a reminder that she's allowed to change, which is the coolest part. And my last one. So I know this is like 28 fucking reminders, but that's okay. My last one, please stop underestimating yourself. We don't stop enough to think about everything that we've navigated, you know, like we don't realize how we've gone through so many difficult moments that maybe during that moment we were like, how the fuck am I going to get through this? How did we handle it so gracefully or maybe not so gracefully? What did we learn from that? I'm sure you guys have experienced so many moments of growth this year and I hope that you give yourself credit for it. And I hope that in turn, you stop underestimating yourself. And those are my 2022 lessons and reminders. It was hard to narrow it down, hence having more than 22, but I hope some of those hit. And if they did, please tell me which one. And before we wrap up, I want to share your lessons, okay? So I asked you guys, what's one lesson you learned in 2022? They're all short and sweet because... Um, you know, the question box gives you like a limit. So I'm just going to speed through these, okay? Do more of the things that make me feel genuinely happy. Losing friends doesn't always have to be a bad thing. I have to believe in me wholeheartedly. No one can do that for me. Heartbreak is beautiful. As painful as it is, so much growth comes from that type of pain. So true. The importance of setting boundaries. All the things I used to hate about myself, I came to realize are my biggest strengths. I love that one. Schedule your time and your life based on your needs, not anybody else's. Also say no more say no more often. This queen just discovered boundaries and I'm living for every second of it. Um, implementing rest into every day, whatever type, because rest is not only for vacation. Yes, this one, this one is a little bit of an attack for me as well, but I loved it. Friends will come and go. You have yourself forever. Go on those dates alone. You are stronger than you think. To be consistent, that shit works. The greatest love story should be the one that you have with yourself. I love that one. What's written gets done. 
also love that one because I'm such a pen to paper kind of bitch. I learned to surround myself with people who love God. It's okay to say no. The value of knowing everything to the scent about your finances. Yes, so important. Change is good even if it doesn't feel like it at first. The person that truly loves me would be terrified to lose me. I learned how to be my own friend. I learned you are your biggest investment. Just go for it. The worst that could happen is you have to use plan B, plan C, etc. I'm stronger than I thought I was. It's okay to redirect and have plans change. Usually it'll make sense in the future. Agreed. I feel like it always makes sense in the future. Appreciate the little blessings that I have. Even when life is rough, I have things others may wish for. One thing worth chasing is your dream. I love that one. It's okay to be scared. That means you're going in the right direction. Therapy was everything I needed. You can't expect people to treat to treat you the same way you treat them. You can't love someone into changing. The sense of home should be built within yourself, not another person. I love that one. Confidence comes from trusting yourself. And the last one I'm going to read is, I learned to be selfish with my time and selfless with my love. Because that was a fucking beautiful one. So this wraps up our new year episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I hope there is something in here you needed to hear and thank you for sending your lessons to me because there were so many more and I loved reading all of them honestly I can't wait to hear what you guys think about this episode and I can't wait for another year and for another day and we're so lucky to be here and I'm so lucky to have you guys and I'm gonna shut up now so with that said I hope you guys enjoyed and I will see you guys next week Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.